Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. 317-684-8444. That is the phone number for your voicemails. If you'd like to contribute questions, comments, smart remarks, or whatever else is on your mind, that mailbox was full today. Yes, it was. I got to spend some more time in there and, and get some more. You go through more of them because <laughs> I didn't give myself enough time to get, it was like 80% yeah. full. And, and that I was actually like, oh told gosh. you, it actually gave you recommended actions. Like you need to delete messages now. You need to go through this all right already. I had the day off yesterday. <laughs> I love it. I go to get the voicemails and I get yelled at. Okay, so we do have some calls to get through. And uh, this first one, I believe somebody is talking about Mike Pence. But uh, it's just nonsense, you know. And then Biden keeps pushing more money and more money. And then you got some other people, even Pence, you know, it was talking about giving more money or whatever and support and all that. I mean, he didn't do what he was supposed to do when he was here as a governor, you know, and I'm still not happy with him for that, you know. And now he's wasting people's donations because he's not going to win, you know. So he's just wasting people's money. And I, hope, I wish people wouldn't give to people like him or Christie or whatever. Okay, so he was, he was talking about Ukraine. Right. First of all, how we just spent another $500 million uh, over there. And then he switched to even how Mike Pence is on the military-industrial complex train. And he's saying he wishes people weren't donating to Mike Pence's campaign because he's not going to win. So it's a waste of money. So this is a really interesting thing that I've had a lot of conversations with more neoconservatives who are in support of our giving a lot of money and time to the war in Ukraine. And this is the question that I have for them. So do you believe that Russia is a threat in and of itself to the United States? Uh, Because if you do, then I would question your actually taking a, a look at what they can and cannot effectively do as far as harm to the United States. If you're saying that any country that is a nuclear power because that's the only thing that they respond with. They say, well, Russia's a nuclear power. If they take Ukraine, they can do things with nuclear missiles. Okay, are we going to treat every single nuclear power on Earth as though every time they get in a foreign conflict, we personally have to foot the bill rebuffing that? Because number one, that's not tenable. Number two, we're not getting anything out of it. When we went to wars with other countries in the 19th century, we kind of dictated how things went in that country later on. And we're not getting a part of Ukraine for the American empire. We're not. So what what stake do I have? If it's just fighting for other people's freedom, for some Americans, that's not enough. That's not enough. That's okay. not enough. They have to feed their families. Well, but you, exactly. And you're being told, well, you're fighting for democracy then. We're sending your money there so that they can have democracy. So then, but when, in fact, they are right. not having democracy. But, but the response that, that also is counters that very well is, so that every dollar is accountable then, yeah? So then I should be able to see where the dollars go. You know, if I again, if I'm giving to a church, let's say for a missionary and I believe in what that missionary is doing, I want that missionary to tell me exactly how that money is being spent so I can determine if it is being spent well. The same if I donate to a school or I donate to any action or cause that I believe in. I want to know that my money went somewhere good. It wasn't a waste. Mm-hmm. And the, literally, we're, we're just losing money into Ukraine. 
And, and all of the Republicans that, that support Ukraine can't answer that. Well, you got what? a big thank you I, note from Zelensky. You, you got so, a thank you, America. And and it bothers me to no end when people say, well, Republicans, that means you're actually for Russia. And a lot of Republicans do fall into the trap of supporting supporting Russia. No, you can just not be a fan of the whole thing, and especially not the way that our betters have mm-hmm. chosen to spend our money regarding it. Just because you're not a fan of a proxy war doesn't mean that you're pro-Putin. And Pence thinking that's where the support is, mm-hmm. is, is laughable. It's an embarrassment. It really is. Okay, we've got another phone call. Somebody uh, calling about the dude. Hi, Casey. Really, it has nothing to do with the topics of the show, but I just wanted to call in because the last couple days have really been nice. It's been great. You two are the perfect couple. I just knew it. You both give 100%. You just make people feel good. The way you guys talked on the the radio, best friends, and even like you just met. I just love it. I know a lot of my friends loved it. And Rob's going to be too busy. Anyway, from now on, so if you wanted to run for governor, I guarantee you would have a lot of votes. But you guys, you guys made a lot of people feel good the past couple days. I just wanted you to know that. And we've been listening for years. You guys have a great day, and congratulations, Rob. Yeah. We love you. Oh, that was a nice phone call. Um, okay, so I think what she's referencing is uh, the dude was filling in for a couple of days last week. He's oh, been, yeah. He, he's going to be back tomorrow, by the way. Excellent. We, 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 we talked him in one more day working for free, which I know he loves. Um, but she said I should run for governor. Hey, that's, a, that's an endorsement. Oh, hell no. Oh, <laughs> what? You don't. That's not going to happen. You don't want to go to 800 Lincoln Day dinners in counties that you've never heard of and tell people that you really <laughs> care about what they're going through and then not believe you? What's oh. not to love? about that could you imagine me and then micah beckwith as lieutenant governor i can imagine the crying in the streets that would be fantastic (laughs) all right but that was a nice phone call okay somebody called uh talking about the devaluation of the dollar casey devaluing the u.s currency our dollar is only done by one entity and that is the federal government when it comes to the people, it's called inflation, but it's really devaluing the dollar is what happened by the U.S. government. And it happens when they print too much money, not money, but too much paper and call it. It would be like a farmer who has a thousand gallons of milk, but wants to have an extra 500 gallons of milk, making 1,500 gallons of milk. So he would dump in 500 gallons of water, and that way he would have more of what he called milk, but it lowers the quality of the milk by 50%. And that's what we call inflation. And he would say he's inflated the milk, but he's devalued the milk. So it's also how you make your shampoo last a little longer. Just that add is, some water to it. That is true. I am going to put a little bit of an asterisk because the okay. f- so first of all, he said that the Federal Reserve is the only group that controls inflation. That is not true at all. the The cost of the amount of worth that the U.S. dollar has is based on three things. It is based on how many dollars we have that covers 
how much labor and products the United States produce and how we trade with it, as well as the contingency of our national debt in relation to what other countries hold us as a reserve currency status, coupled with last but not least, but yet very, very, very important, how fluid the United States promissory is, so like through our gross domestic product. That means this, the United States has a finite amount of money that represents all of the goods and the land that we have. The goods, the land, and the labor, I guess, if you want to, you want to include that in, because the Deutsche Bank views the U.S. labor as a, as a hold on the dollar. Once those things mess up, say like through a lockdown, the value of the U.S. dollar decreases because there is less labor going on to work for that dollar. So as far as the, the, the United States only really having the Federal Reserve controlling the worth of the USR, that's not necessarily true. Now, he's right. The Federal Reserve screwed it up by printing around the clock. Here's why printing money around the clock doesn't work. It's not I don't really like the milk example because I think it can be a lot easier explained in regards to pizza. The U.S. dollar amount, a.k.a. how our entire economy sits, is a big, huge pizza. Now, you can slice that pizza as many times as you want Mm -hmm. into as many slices as you want. That will not give you more pizza. Every time the U.S. prints money, it slices the pizza into more slices and then hands you those slices and tells you, hey, you have more slices of pizza. Therefore, you you have have more more pizza. pizza. But you don't. It's the same it size doesn't, If I cut a slice of yeah. pizza in half, it's I have the same amount of pizza, but fewer slices. And that's what the Federal Reserve does. And by the way, the debt is how fast we are eating the pizza. And then the gross national product is how fast we are making new pizza. Yeah. So that entire balancing act between those three groups, the Federal Reserve doing the cutting, uh, us and other governments doing the eating, and then how fast you, me, and the average industrial worker is doing the making, that's the U.S. dollar. Yeah. Okay, speaking of pizza, how about the ketchup conversation? Heinz came out and said that uh, you're supposed to put your ketchup in the refrigerator. It's been a big debate where you keep your ketchup, and somebody called with a comment about that. Hi there. I just had a uh, thought about your ketchup situation refrigerator are out and the restaurants leave it out all the time but the difference in the refrigerated our ketchup mm-hmm. we don't use it all day long restaurants use it all day long so they don't have a chance for it to go rot I like your station thank you bye yeah okay so there's some restaurants that keep the ketchup out on the table yep which is totally fine and she's saying that they go through it so quickly that it's not going to go bad that, that's not why. So so the, the problem is that, I mean, it's, it's a good idea. It, it's, it's got a lot of merit to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the problem is that people aren't really figuring out here is that ketchup should be stored in the refrigerator, sure. However, ketchup is not going to be bad if you leave it out for a week. And there's a reason why. Ketchup has two great parts to it. It has sugar, which is the problem with the rotting, and vinegar. Vinegar keeps things from rotting. Vinegar is a preservative as much as it is an acid. And so bacteria does not easily form in a sealed container of ketchup when vinegar is the number one substance in there. Now, the less you have in the bottle, that means Mm -hmm. the more air you have, the more things that are in the air can react with the sugar to spoil it. But that, yeah, you can leave ketchup out longer than other foods because it has a lot of vinegar. Just like in the same way, if you put lemon juice on apple slices, it will keep them from browning. Exactly. Boy, you really are the uh, science teacher, aren't you? Does that make you feel better, Kevin, knowing that you keep your ketchup in the pantry and it's okay? It's going to last longer because now you know it's the vinegar. 
Yeah, I never really had any doubts about it because, you know, it's it's never gone bad, but that makes a lot of sense. That's the vinegar preserving it. All if right. you just drink vinegar every day, then uh, you'll you'll hate your life. That's another fun fact. <laughs> you'll hate your life. That's scientific. That's proven. Okay, uh, Kevin, we've got, let's do the one last uh, phone call, the, the 10 o'clock one. Hi, Casey. I just heard your comment of it's 10 o'clock. Do you know where your children are? Hey, seriously, that needs to be done more now than ever before. Mm. Okay, so we were talking last week. Uh, it was it was an article that had to do with Gen Zs, mm-hmm. uh, but we had commented they used to air a commercial at 10 o'clock. Oh, yeah. You're probably too young. Do you remember that? I know this commercial. It's 10 o'clock. Do you know where your children are? And they would line up all sorts of stars to come in. And it was like a PSA that would, you know, celebrities would say it. And so he's saying we need that yeah. now. Is your, is your kid too stupid to come in when the street lights come on? That's why we're having this commercial. Do you care? It's, do it's you more care like, do about you, the children? Do you know where your kids are? So do you know where they were last night? The, the modern the modern version of that commercial should be, it is now 10 o'clock. Do you know what your kids are browsing on? their phones you gave oh, them for no reason yeah good one <laughs> it's 10 o'clock really? do you do you know what they're looking at because as they hole up in their bedroom because exactly mm-hmm. why your kid has a device and you know oh you're, you're a tablet mom i'm sure that the youtube kids playlist is safe sure <clears throat> nope not so much not at all okay we've got uh, i think hammer's gonna join us is he here today i think he's here today we'll we'll check and make sure i'm gonna have to do my hammer impression yeah. aren't i it's Great. uh it's 10 46 it is the kendall and casey show that's tony kennett filling in it's 93 wibc